0: welcome to the show it is me it is me your girl labora lee aka cat and then we added the lee listen today is wet wednesday it's definitely wet wednesday this is a day where usually we incorporate the taboo the cliche the the things that people feel very uncomfortable with talking about and we're going to talk about a few uncomfortable things today um Because I feel like it's time on if I gotta get my little little bookie button, but I feel like it's some things that need to be said and talked about. So I'm gonna talk about them
1: this evening.
0: But before we get to all of that, you already know what time it is and some things that I have to do. Um, because this show don't run
1: itself, baby.
0: Want last-minute brand design help? Get top tier fiber freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24 seven support. Head to fiverr.com today and get something started. I'm back, hi. So I came across a beautiful, beautiful masterclass over um, the last couple of days and I'm on my second time rewatching it. And it's in honor of it being Black History Month and we cannot be ambitiously the podcast of Black Experience without having those kind of conversations about being black and and what we that are black individually feel about it um and you know also what others feel about what they see in the black society so i have a few things to talk about and 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 i like honestly it couldn't have come at a better time because um i had a few conversations that struck me as odd but I'm going to tell you why they struck me as odd, and I'm going to give you an understanding, hopefully this evening. And it might be a little bit deep, but it is what it is. We got to talk about it. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, I like to call this this little segment right here, parenting, parenting while black. Um, there are many conversations that we have to have with our children on a day-to-day basis. I have to have those conversations as well. And they don't make me the most comfortable in having these conversations. I'm sorry, I had I got an email about something. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But um, it doesn't always, it's not entertaining for those who think that, that it is. It's not entertaining to have to have a conversation with my child, who who's 10 years old, about The social injustices that we deal with every day. It doesn't, um, and then there's decisions that I have to make as a parent um, that sometimes I have to juggle with, which is unfair because I shouldn't have to juggle with those things, but we're going to get into it. So let's deal with the social injustice matter. Um, In today's society and what we deal with right now, children are able to see the fight a little bit more. Well, no, I'm going to take that back because I did want to get go through a little history segment because it is Black history. Matt. We should talk about these things. We should have these conversations. They're very important to humanity. They're very important to mankind and they're just conversations that should be had and we need to stop being afraid of addressing those situations. Um, but when you have to explain to your child, um, now let me rewind a little bit. Let me go back to general education in parenting while black. There are decisions that we have to make on a regular basis about making sure our children receive the best education that they can, that's available to them, right? Um, In my my particular city right now, there is a whole lot of um, drama going down when it comes down to the school system. And I can honestly say as a product of that school system, I went to a Baltimore City elementary school. And mind you, I came from a North Carolina elementary school to a Baltimore City elementary school. And then I went from that Baltimore City Elementary School to a Baltimore City Middle School. And from there, I went to a Baltimore City High School, which um, some of me and my constituents from that high school often joke about it being pre-prison. When I say that I didn't really receive my formal education until I got to college, I I stand by that. Um, In my city, the schools are horrible. Um, they were deplorable when I was in school, so I can only imagine where they're at now. And to be honest, there's this one piece, um, this one thing that's in the back of some African American parents' mind, and it's should I feel guilty because I want to take my child and send them out of, not place them in a situation where they don't receive the best education and they don't receive the best treatment and they're not um receiving the things that they should be receiving versus sending them to like maybe perhaps the suburbs where the education system is different and um they receive many 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 more resources um i have friends who have had their children raised them in the city for the most part and then relocated them to the suburbs which we would call the suburbs in my city is the county, but moved them to the suburbs and saw the difference in the educational system. And they were amazed by seeing the difference. So I made a statement a long time ago that I would never remove my daughter from the what is called the Baltimore County school system. For others, it would be the suburban, the suburban school system surrounding our metropolitan city, I would never remove my daughter from the sub- suburban education system and place her back into, um, the ba- place her in the Baltimore city school system. And I remember, I've said this to a few people, and s- uh, some people got it. Some people understood where I was coming from, but a lot of other people looked at me as if I was trying to be bougie. I'll give you another case, but let me finish this one. Um, I was trying to be bougie and uppity because I wanted my child to have the best education that she could have based upon going to public schools. And what I will say this is my child is an an honor student. She's in the um, academic, academic, um, advanced academic program at her school. Um, She does very well. And she transferred from one school, Baltimore County School, to another, and she's still She still exceeds expectations. Her reading level is that above um, what I've come to know a lot of high school students have in Baltimore City. But her reading level is that of a student that is well on their way to high school. So am I, do I feel guilty because I want my child to have the best education possible so she, she can succeed in life? perhaps to some, to others, not so much. They get it. They understand because they want that same opportunity for their children as well. Um. So do I feel guilty? I don't feel guilty. I I feel like I'm doing the best thing that's for my child. Now um, she does have, she, she's not just what some war in my city. This is a, a slogan of saying she's a County girl. Yeah, she, she very much is. She is, but she gets her inner, sister, inner, inner city values as well. Like we try to give, that's one thing about um, me raising my child. Yeah, I want her to have the best education, but I still want her to be grounded. I still want her to have some understanding of what the struggle is and what the struggle has been for many, many years for children, for parents, for just Black people individuals as a whole so she gets a little bit of this a little bit of that sprinkled in as well and i explain like one thing about me and i will always be an advocate for having conversations with your kids sometimes it's a conversation goes a long long way so no i don't feel guilty about that but this um social injustice issue causes that thought to come back up i believe anyway it's not necessary, but it does bring that issue up because it's like, oh, well, when you remove your kid from the school system that you removed from and you put them in an incident, they really get to see what exactly the struggles are. I don't want her to directly see the struggles. Sorry, I don't. I can give her uh, a play by play. I can give her the movie. Again, I went to Baltimore City School System. I was in Baltimore City School System. I think I went to one county school for one day, and then I wasn't there anymore. And then, to be honest, I I received my GED, and then I went to college. But I don't want her to see those struggles, so I do. Again, I don't feel guilty about it, Um, and that's that. Now, like I said, the social injustice situation, she sees it. She sees it. I watch watch a lot of news. You know, I receive a lot of information, and because she's around me all the time, she sees it, so I don't feel like I need to throw her in the belly of the beast in order for her to gain some understanding about how our people have been um, done so wrong for so many years, and I am... I was going to come on this podcast this evening with the most militant attitude, like, I was i was in my whole like in my bag like i was coming on here but then some things happened and it brightened my day and it was like i i can't move that way i gotta move a different kind of way because that's although we go through these things in life that's not my my aura it's not my space it's not where i am right now so i had to calm it down and come to y'all correct but um i think that it's very important to I'm sorry, I, I think that it's very important to educate your children on social injustice and keep them abreast and let them know what to look out for and the things that they should be aware of because it, it's dangerous while walking while Black in this country. It is. And I, they can try to silence me. That's cool. i find another way to speak my piece. But so it's very important that the children understand and see but I don't think you should just start from right now where we are. I think you should really take it back, back. Like, go back in history. And me as a history lover, my child has no choice. But take it back and show them the struggle. Like, all the way, Show don't half-ass show them the struggle. Show them the struggle before the 80s, before the, the 90s. Show them the struggle because they're in a different time frame and they'll never get it and they'll never understand it unless you explain it to them. Um, And they only give us one month, a year. And it's not even the longest month of the year. It's only 28 days unless it's a leap year, then it's 29. You got to continue the conversation. You have to continue talking to your children about those type of things but anyway let's keep going um so one thing that i've understood over the years is people will always have a belief system in you and that tie kind of ties into what i was talking about on the social injustice tip um for many years there have been people who've looked at us as a people and and gave us all kinds of stereotypes like oh they're lazy oh. um, they want a handout. They want this, they want that. And that's because that's been embedded in their brain. Somebody has told them to look at us in that manner. Um, not knowing that the statistics that you're receiving are totally incorrect. You know how many strong, determined people of African descent live in this country. Do you know how many people are out here trying to work hard to, to Create their own. We did it before and they took it away, Black like Wall Street. You feel me? Like, it, so I, I, I'm i really tired of that stigma. Oh, they want, um, even in conversations of reparations, oh, y'all just want to hand out and we didn't do it. Yeah, you didn't do it. Your ancestors did, and we've never been compensated our ancestors were never compensated. The thing that they said that they were going to give them, they never gave them. And then after they did that, they did a whole nother type of um, reconstruction to put them in a lower place than them. I don't... I'm not opposed, but I just don't think... I Like, I'm not opposed to reparations. I just don't think that they should fall in which the way that people think that they should fall. I'll get to that another day, though. Um, but what is very important to understand is that black resilience is black resilience. We are a resilient people. There's no way that you suffer through hundreds of years of enslavement and still have descendants that survive and and thrive and become great without resilience. It's just impossible. But I'm gonna play um some music. So just know that black love is real and 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 it's resilient. And I'm gonna tie that into something else in a second. But um I wanna play a video really quick because I didn't really get to do that on my day. But we're gonna go to our brother in Washington, DC, truly him. Let's go.
1: Da, 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 da. Deep inside I feel the city in my soul Calamari and a drink, I'm up at pence next door And I'ma make money to the point where it won't be no foe This traffic music getting old So I'm the perfect centerfold for concrete with the roses Go, moving up the toe to pole Fighting going toe to toe with struggles that I didn't know I'm breaking six to make the glow To show you there's a different flow The GPS that knows the road to get to where we need to go True Hey, I'm black and I'm proud, no apologies with it A little Irish, little Scottish, so I'm mixing, I get it Powhatan was in Virginia, so I'm home when I visit Know yourself and know your wealth, I found myself, I'm committed My granny passed from colon cancer, I should tap the blue ribbon If she was here, she'd say forget it, son, go tell them you winning Share with people that you love, you only get what you giving Forget the hate, fill up your plate, go show your city you living uh. Fix your face, you woke up this morning Add your loved ones to your prayers, cause your friends still moaning Find the happy thoughts within you when they push up on it I could read the negative like I was hooked on phonics I could see how some of my brothers, they got this demonic My upbringing, it was different, they ain't get this knowledge D.C. University, most people skip this college And by the way, I'm truly him, most guys don't get this honest uh, My friends, they tell me the tea. Some things you wouldn't believe So many ideas conceived Then they gave birth to the streets I just escaped on these beats Today vacation depletes to Then I get back on my mental Relieving stress with this pencil I get a Aggressive but gentle. I got some knowledge I'll lend you, it just depends what you're into If your intentions are positive, i make sure I commend you Cause I don't know what you've been through, but it's a story we'll get to And we don't think the same, but I won't make it an issue The grinding never stops, and so my hustle's a ritual My words, they shoot like bullets, you gon' feel when they hit you Let this different way of thinking rip and tip through your tissue Hey, help somebody make a difference. for your people, stay committed. Born a sinner, gotta get it. Switch it up after repentance. If you wanna go and get it, speak your thoughts, we never timid. I'm still tripping off that picture that I seen, a little image. Cause that could have been my son and daughter, who with my business. I just had to share my introverted thoughts to show commitment. I just had to stop and think of the importance of our women. They the ones that help us go and push us way beyond our limits. True, come and get a truly vaccination dog, cause I'm the illest. Yes, sir, new and more and truly him, we by to keep it independent. Lord, stop looking at your watchers, I'ma be here for a minute. You hear
0: me? See, now, that was a beautiful segue, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you heard what he said, he gave a shout-out to our women. And that segues into my next point because it's still on the basis of Black love and Black resilience. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience as a Black woman. I've experienced so many facets of different attitudes towards us as a people. What really, and I think I'll throw that in there before I get to my point, Um, but it adds to my point. In my experience as a black woman i've walked into locations where i'm spending money that has the same value as the the people who are receiving any money they receive is the same value of the money that like you give them it's not a different currency um it's not a different it's not a different kind of money it's not a different currency it's the same type of currency. And I wish I I had paper money in here. I've been off of the paper money lately. But when I walk into an establishment and I've had different scenarios, I had scenarios where I felt like they tried to play me. Don't try to play me. I'm a very intelligent woman. But they tried to play me out of position as if I was just going to go for whatever they said. And the type of woman that I am no you won't take my money and I walked out the establishment I've had people disrespect me people of other ethnic um, backgrounds not um disrespect me on the level of they try to talk around me but they still want me to pay the bill um and you can't do that either no you talk to me I'm the person paying the bill um today specifically I'm gonna give you an instant an instance of being a just being a woman while black um so today you know it's uh some days i i'm lucky enough to get to you know spend the daytime with my boo. i spend a lot of evenings and nighttime with my well, i spend a lot of time with my boo parade. but every now and again i get a break where i get to go and just hang out with him for the day and today was one of those days we go we kicking it we remember that we were hungry because we hadn't eaten anything, so it was like, that was the plan, all right, let's go get some food real quick, we didn't really know what we wanted to eat, but he came up with this genius idea, let's go to a place where we both can get something that we both like, we come to this place, they sell sushi and um, paki bowls, I'm big on sushi, I have Two permanent pairs of chopsticks that I have to wash and clean, but I can always come back. I can reuse them. They're my personal pairs of chopsticks, and then I have some disposable ones. I, they are on deck. You feel me? So I'm huge on sushi. I'm I'm huge on Asian cuisine. Period. I think, I'm um, especially when it involves seafood. So he tells me about the spot. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm gonna go over there. I'm going to get me some food, whatever. I go over there. I get in a line. They have a list where you... uh, I think I threw the list away. But they have where you can make your pocket bowl. Um, So I already got in my mind, what sushi rules? I'm going to get ready to order. And I've already created my pocket bowl. But I stood there just eating. I'm earlier today. It was not even this evening, this afternoon. I stood there. And I watched them service... Every white man, every white person that came to the, I'm going to find out because I'm going to call them out. But they, how can I help you? How can I help you? But when it came to me, they just ignored me. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, in this climate of what we live in and how the economy is going right now and how everybody's struggling, you can't really afford to bypass anyone's money based upon the color of their skin but they can they always have they've never cared we give our money to one thing and another thing I'm gonna get to that in a second but we give our money to these people who come to this country and I'm not saying these people in a in a racist connotation. I'm just saying people who come to this country and are provided benefits um Handout. Here here you go. Take this. Start a business. Here you go. Take this. Build your life. We've been here our whole lives and we don't receive those benefits. And if we try to grab those benefits, then we're lazy, but greedy and we want a handout. I am so over this agenda. In my mind, if I come to you, I'm handing you my debit card, my bank card. That's my bank. It's not this. It's my debit card. My bank card is I have multiple accounts where money is spreaded out throughout that bank account or throughout that banking system. If I come to you and I hand you my card so that or if I come to you and I prepare to give you my order and then I'm about to hand you my card, you don't have a right to disrespect me because you see me as a lesser because of the color of my skin. And so now I'm on this 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 little this little protest right now. If I come in an establishment and you treat me like I'm walking out. You don't have to have my money. I can take my money elsewhere. And which I did. And I went to a soul food spot, got some turkey wings, some yellow rice, some mashed potatoes, and some yams. And when I say they were heavenly divine, they were. I'm glad that I went to this, this establishment. And then I walked across the street from that establishment, went to the grocery store and got me some, some fruit and dessert. So I wasn't upset after that. But I noticed it. I noticed it all the time. Um, and I'm too, um, I guess the word is militant, to let that ride. I can't allow you to to treat me any kind of way and then expect me to give you my hard earned money. I refuse. And so with that being said, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'm going to come back to a conversation that I also had before I even had that experience. But check this out real quick. All of the um, affiliate links are in the description below or above, by the way, but check this out what's up guys it is me it is me your girl labora lee and guess what today is a great day to start your own podcast whether you're looking for a new marketing channel have a message you want to share with the world or you just think it would be fun to have a talk show podcasting is an easy inexpensive fun way to expand your reach plus sprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your podcast your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like apple podcast spotify google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording following the link in our description let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and it gets you, a $20 gift card from Amazon when you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support our show. So let's start our podcast today. Let's get to creating, people. Time is of the essence. I'm back. So with that being said, now, I had another conversation earlier when I was on my way to my destination in my um, and... He was kind of indisposed of at the moment, but I met him where I needed to meet him. And then, you know, the rest was the rest, right? Because that's how relationships work. You compromise and you help make everybody like he, they help make your situation comfortable and convenient. And you do the same because that's love. That's black love. That's resilience. But anyway, um, so I'm on my way to my destination. And on my way to the destination, I always, um, I'm the type when I get into, um, like if I got into a, like a Uber or Lyft, I try to engage in conversations with the people I'm riding with. One is because I'm in their vehicle. I have a whole code of ethics when it comes to share riding as well, but I'll tell you about that another day. But I get in, you know, we cordial at first and we were having a conversation and, um, during that conversation that Joe Button's podcast was on, so, you know, him being a, a man or whatever, he's like, you know, I'm sorry if this offends you or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I do a podcast, and it's it's ruthless. You never know what I'm going to say out of my mouth. Joe Button could never <laughs> offend me. And I've checked out his show several times over. Not so much lately, but, you know, I have checked the show, and I'm, at some point, I did like the show, right? So... He's like, oh, I do this, that, and the third. I'm not gonna blast what he does, but I do this, that, and the third. And so as we're riding, um, but this is this is also a beautiful thing. But as we're riding, he started giving me his point of views about this city and the things that he saw wrong with it. Um, and never once did I I, I hear him say. All I heard was the blame game, and the blame game was not towards the higher-ups, the um, political powers that be. It was against the people that live in the city. Now, I admit these people, because I've lived here basically damn near my whole life. I admit that many of these people here in this city, especially now, haven't fucked up, right? I admit that part. I will not omit that part um but it like i said it's a system you have the systemic system and then you have the system of which those individual uh uh, the system of people who were were, who were raised within the systemic system so i'm gonna give you my case in point but basically he was telling me about what the people not doing and you know all of these things and like i said i love the conversation because it was a, a a conversation of two intelligent minds who disagreed and i like that but it didn't go to a, a hostile level because we disagreed um it didn't go to a name calling situation because we disagree we had a conversation we had two different standpoints his is is the people to me it's the people and the higher ups you know what i'm saying well i might kind of half to agree with him a little bit but when you set up in a system Where um, it was never created for you to win in the first place. How do you win? Now you can have little small wins here and there. But do you really, really win? And my idea of winning is creating generational wealth. Making sure that my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids and, and so forth and so forth are cool. And they have an understanding of. How to handle said generational wealth, and what moves they should be making, so forth, to keep that going. That's where my headspace is at. But it can't happen with everyone because everybody wasn't raised in a situation to where so they're thinking like that. Um, Even some of us who think like that weren't raised in that type of situation. We're raised in a situation and it's not our parents fault it's not our grandparents fault it's just that's the system that they came up in but not to try to do too much but just do enough to make them proud you feel me um and still sometimes don't talk this way around certain kind of people and don't move this way and and you got to be this way and you got to be that way. I, I, I understand I've been a part of that system for a very long time. I just choose to break the curse. If you take away the things that kept the kids out of trouble, such as the rec centers and the parks and the little functions that they had, then it becomes what Baltimore City is right now. What, what else do you expect them to do? When you have a system where there's nobody to teach them, how do they learn? Like, what gives you the right to think that they're going to listen to you when the people who, the authority figures, the people that they're told they're supposed to listen to ain't even teaching them. I'm just saying. So that was my standpoint, and I'm not going to give you his because he's not here to speak on his behalf, and I would never do that, but it's just it's crazy so back to my point of being a black woman there are a lot of um stereotypes types that are placed upon our heads us as a people in general not just being a black woman but me as a black woman i have an understanding now of how i want to move and how i want to change the game and i refuse to let anybody stop you (laughs) example of resilience um I keep going with this podcast. Some days the numbers are low and I don't see a lot of big numbers. Some days I, I get a lot of downloads and a lot of people watch and I'm happy about that. I see, I'm watching. I can tell who's watching and who's not. But my resilience tells me just keep fighting. My support system tells me keep going and I appreciate that. And that's love and that's black love, and that's resilience. You know, like, when you get around minds that are like minds and people that understand that there is a bigger purpose and there is a movement involved, and eventually, things are going to look high. Um At the same time, you still got to fight for it. You want it, you got to fight for it, and that's just what it is. Um, so, yeah. Also, in a conversation, I heard something that was very true. It was very true, but... Also, I have a statement, I have a rebuttal, which was when you're an outsider, when you come from, like if you're not from Baltimore and then you come from outside, like maybe perhaps in New York or somewhere like that, and you try to tell them what they should be doing, yeah, they're going to be resistant. Let me tell you why. First of all, you can't come from somewhere else and tell anybody about where where they grew up where they're from, where their family is from. You don't you didn't you ain't been in the system long enough to know. And I got family from here. You haven't you don't know what it look like. You don't know what childhood Baltimore looks like. So how can you come in and then tell somebody what they should be doing differently you know what I mean you don't you just came from an outside. So yeah they're gonna look at you like that. Now at the same time I will say you have to be um, well, you don't have to be because you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, but you have. So I would say, be I would recommend being open to other ideas, other think outside of the box, and be perceptive, be, be receptive to other people's ideas. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, that, that point was made, and I'm like, no, they're not gonna listen to you because you you're not from here. Why would somebody listen to somebody who's not from here, who's not raised here? And then that person just come all in all of a sudden to tell them how it should be. Mm, that's your method you're not going to get anywhere. And that's what I'm going to be honest with you. And like I tell people all the time, Baltimore people are resilient people. I know a lot of people from Baltimore who've never been outside of the city. I know a lot of people from Baltimore who, we got a comment, who will refuse. And I will not put that on here so you can get out of here. Alexander Jean, Janay. And whatever your last name is, don't put your little porn sites on my show. Thank you. And I ain't even going to post that up because that's not what we're doing over here. But, you know, we we uh, And I'm going to block you because I don't like that. I'm on that tip right now. So let me get rid of you. Let me block you. No timeouts. I'm not giving out timeouts. I'm blocking you if you come on here with the bullcrap comments. Um, if you come on here with a porn site, if you come on here with a modeling site, I'm gonna block you. That's not how we do business. If you wanna advertise? Hit me up. I got I got advertising slots. But anyway, yeah. So it's just I don't think that people, other people, will ever understand it. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to cope with, especially when you're just trying to do the right thing as a people. So, um, but yeah, don't think that you're coming into anybody's situation and telling them how it should be, especially if you weren't a product of it. I'll just say that. Um. I'll say that for the
1: last.
0: I've, again, I always try to bring up legacy because legacy is everything. Um, the legacy you leave will be standing. Um, you look at people like our found their father's. Well, that's what they call them. But the men who wrote the Declaration of Independence, they have a legacy. They have something to stand on. And some of them have some really shady legacies, like other children that aren't of what people would deem as race. Um, So your legacy is everything. You don't have anything if you don't have... I'm like, your your children should have something to stand on. They should be able to tell a story. They should be able to come through and like, you know what, my great great grandfather did this, or my great great grandmother did this, and it's a legacy. I want to dive deeper into my legacy. Um, My mom, she's been doing a lot of research, so I'm gonna see what she got. Maybe I'll tell some of those stories um, sometime soon. But well, I just need to get back in my account. But maybe I'll tell some of those stories. That'd be interesting stories to tell. Um. I want to dive back into the, those intelligent conversations without conflict. For some strange reason, a lot of people think that their opinions are the only opinions. Or there you have those people that know that there are other opinions, opinions, but in their minds, they are truly determined that no other opinion, opinion counts. Or you have those people who like, nothing counts but what I have going on. I'm here to tell you, it's not all about you all the time. Um, other people have lives, other people have things going on, and sometimes those things collide, but sometimes they don't. It's just not always about you, though. And um, here's, if nobody else tells you that, it's my job to tell you. It's not all about you. Stop being so self-serving all the time. Um, I do live by the creed that if I can help somebody, I will. Um, it's a few people that'll, that'll back me up on that, like, yeah. I, I even live by the creed, if I can do something special for you, I will. If I can't do it, I can't do it. I'm not going to kill myself to to make somebody else happy. Because you're not going to be happy even if I do what it is that you want me to do. And you're not going to be happy. Um, and, well, you probably won't even care that I killed myself to try to make you happy. So, I don't live by that creed these days of, like, just everything's about making us Sometimes you got to focus on self. It's just what it is. And I know sometimes it feels guilty. It can. But you have to learn how to balance giving, you know, your energy to other people and making sure you have enough energy for yourself. That's very, very important. So, um, yeah, but it is what it is. Um, Back to the blame game, though. I want to get back to that real quick. Because the blame game works on so many levels. The blame game works in relationships. You get in relationships, people get in relationships all the time. And then when things get ugly, everybody's blaming each other for what the, you know, each other, you did this, you did that. Same thing in business. Um, If a merger falls through, somebody has to take the blame. Now everybody's pointing the, the blame, pointing the finger at Bob. It's Bob's fault because he didn't handle the accounts right. Or it's Jan's fault because she didn't properly record. You know what I mean? Like, people play the blame game all the time, even in friendships. We haven't talked in a a long time. It's your fault because you didn't call me. Well, you could have picked up the phone and called me too. You know what I'm saying? So, the blame game stretches very, very far. Here's the problem I have with the blame game. I probably played that game a lot back in my yesteryear. But the me now, the way I see it is this. And so I had to have those experiences to come to the conclusion that I've come to now. When the me now says this. The me now says, I'm not going to worry about blaming you for what it is that you've done wrong because you already know what you've done wrong. I shouldn't have to point at you and say, you did this. But I should turn around and reflect upon what I could have done differently. How I could have moved differently. How I could have moved so that you wouldn't have felt so comfortable to do whatever the fuck shit you, it was that you did. Um, how I could have moved differently so you didn't feel like you had to go that way. Um, what could I have done differently? These are the things that I think about now. And it's not necessarily blaming other people more so of, all right, well, I got to make some changes. Because obviously, you know, things are crazy around here and people are not happy. And I can't be in a situation where I'm not happy at all. You feel me? So it's just what it is. But the blame game, we should watch how we move with the blame game. Like, we really should. Um, I'm working on improving that that factor in my life. That's why I'm not pointing the finger no more. All right, you don't like what it is that I did. I acknowledge that. I, I get it. I get it. I see it. I raise you one. You know, it's things that you do that I don't like, but we're going to move past it. I heard what you said. I acknowledge what you said. Now it's whether or not I give a fuck about what you said or if I care enough to change those things. It's, it's just what it is. It's up in the air. But a lot of people got this thing, Well, you did this and you did this and you uh like, there's no resolution in it. You don't find a resolve. You don't find a, a space where you both can be amicable and be like, all right, cool. We need to fix how we do this. But it starts with both individuals taking some time to reflect upon their actions, even if the other party is wrong. Even if they are wrong and they're the reason why everything is spinning out of control. How can you deal with them differently so that they don't bring that out-of-control whirlwind into your situation? Just some things to think about. Um, And then having a conversation. Again, I said it before and I'll say it again. An, an intelligent conversation goes a very long way. And you can have an intelligent conversation without it being hostile. You really can It's just all about putting in the work putting in the communication, and putting in the work. And so that's just what it is. Um, I was going to go do a little Black History run-through. I think I was just might like, create a little video, um, a little mini-documentary on what I've learned with the Black History, but our time is getting short. So I'm going to skip that part. Um. All right, said that. I've already said this a million times on this podcast. I'm going to continue to say this on this podcast. It's obviously people do not learn and they do not listen. Stop, 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 stop with the assumptions. Stop assuming that you know how a person is thinking. Stop assuming that you automatically know how a person moves. Stop assuming that you know who the person is talking to. Stop assuming that a person is talking about you. Stop assuming that the world revolves around you, just stop fucking assuming, y'all. I promise you, I've watched a couple of scenarios, I've even dealt with a couple couple of scenarios where a person assumed that, let me deal with me first, and then i get to the other uh, scenarios, but some of them are kind of similar. So for me, I've dealt with situations where people just assume that I'm just out here just really, really promiscuous. That, that was an assumption. Um, I've had people assume that I've been in situations where i slept with people that i never slept with. And because, well, that's because people lie. But the point is, it was for you to either take it as truth or take it as a lie, but you assume that it happened. So you ran with your assumption. I've been in situations where people assumed that I was going to be a bad mom. Huh? Yokes in your face, I've turned out to be a great mom, but, um, no, I ain't gonna say great, but I do my, what I'm supposed to do. I take care of mine and I make sure she, she gets every inch of my love, but people make assumptions about you every day. I think the real main factor for you is to, all right, you made that assumption, you'll figure it out one day. But for those people who make the assumptions, you only fuck yourself in the end because you're making assumptions about something that you have no clue, no idea, no actual whim about. And you just, uh, this because this is what I think is going on, so I'm going to say this is what's going on. And then you get into the argument, and you probably doing this, I just know you're doing this. And I know this and I know that, but you know nothing. Stop assuming shit. That's what I'm going to say about that. And, um, yeah, I needed to bring that back because there's a few situations that I'm like, you're assuming I've been in, even in terms of raising my child with her father, it's times that he's made accusations. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Stop assuming. Get the facts. You get the facts. Everybody, everybody wins. Um, And then the last thing I'm going to say for the night on this, tip, because I got a few announcements to make, and I want to make sure that I I have enough time to get to them. And I want to play another video. Um, Time changes. People change within that time. People change. You know, it's the same where people always like, people don't change. Yes, people do change. Scenarios and situations put you in a place where maybe you would have dealt with something way differently. I'm going to give you an example. Um, I'm trying to give a great age where this is a real tonight. 17-year-old Labora, 16, 16 17-year-old Labora is not 25-year-old Labora. Um, 25-year-old Labora is not 37 year No, I'm 35-year-old Labora. And 35-year-old Labora is not 42-year-old Labora. You go through phases in your life and you go through these changes and they happen and that's what the fuck is supposed to happen in life. They happen. But you either grow for them or you become a little bit more immature from them. But either way, there's a change. Stop saying that people don't change. People change. But you won't know that they've changed if you're not around them to see said change. And that's how I'm, I'm going to close that. But stop same shit. Just... People stop sharing shit and know that t- time creates change. And through that time, people get involved and they get in these situations and those situations also create change. You don't know. You don't know what kind of person I might be tomorrow when I wake up. You just don't know. You don't. But let me play this commercial real quick and then I'm going to show some love. Because uh, people are crazy. Like, you don't know. You don't freaking know. Check all the um, links for all of our affiliates are in the description either either below or above, but check this out.
2: What does getting it all done actually look like? A lot like this. Meet your new workspace. Oh, uh, I'm not sharing the right screen, am I? Mm, let's try this again. Meet your new workspace. Your whole team right here. Let me just, uh, sorry, Karen. All those projects on hold? Just a click away from complete. Success is closer than you think. It's actually over there, right next to your success manager. It's built to expand as needed. The perfect freelancer for every project? Yes, please. Go ahead. You can use the F word as much as you want here. This is your selection of global freelance talent that never sleeps. All vetted for their excellence, and their expertise love you kevin only thing left add your favorites to your list and share with your team (laughs) okay not all of them leave it to them to tackle all your business needs leaving you free well at least free to get more done that's how fast they work
0: ready to transform your business
2: oh that looks good love that approved Still share my screen.
0: Okay, before I get to showing my love to my audience, because I love you guys, I want to explain something real quick. Because uh, I had one more thing I needed to talk about and then I forgot about it, but I'm going to bring it back. We got a little bit of time, so I think I could pull it off. Toxic relationships drive me freaking insane, I haven't been in one in a long ass time, thank goodness, thank you, for it. Thank, thank goodness, I haven't been in a really, I haven't been in a toxic relationship, and I've been in a relationship for a while, but I haven't been in a toxic one, right, thank goodness, um, but I've had people around me in my circle that I'm very close to experience very toxic situations. And they I find that they always make me angry and they make me want to be hostile towards the people who are creating these hostile environments. And I know it's not my place, so I just step away and I'm out of my business. But when I love, I love hard and if I love you, then I mean I want to fight for you. So that's one. But to my people who do encounter said toxic relationships. This is what I'm going to say to you. Somebody blaming you for everything that goes wrong, that's not love. Somebody abusing you is definitely not love. Somebody um, physically abusing you is not love. Somebody mentally abusing you is not love. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I got an incident here, burning It's starting to mess with my throat, but What you know is a toxic relationship is not love. You've heard many times over many people who have been in a physical abusive relationship. Oh, they do that because they love me. No, baby, they don't do that because they love me. They do that because they have deeper rooted issues that they need to sort out. They do that because they need to have some sort of control for some strange reason. And the one thing that never registers in their minds is that you don't have no control over anybody. The day that motherfucker leave you you lose your control um and then when you do stuff to hurt them you lose you control them because now you're not free you've lost your freedom and you've taken theirs it's a no one situation but no a toxic no he did that he hit me because he loved me that's not love he he called me out my name and he disrespect me because he's angry and he loved me well she Bleach my clothes up. That's not love, y'all. That's not what love looks like. Love is understanding. A lot of it's patient. Now, that's not to say that love don't have its turbulent times because when you love somebody, you go through the ups and the downs. But love ain't toxic, baby. And that's my message. That's my end message, really, for the night. Love ain't toxic, baby. All right, I got to show my love, though, because now I got to show love. And this love ain't toxic. But six continents, we're in. I appreciate all of those people that come from all six continents. I appreciate you so much. 21 cities. I mean, 20. I'm sorry, 21 countries and territories. I I, I appreciate it. So I'm going to show them love and then I'll jump to the city by city situation. United States, I love you. Hi, babies. I love you. France, I love you. Hi, babies. I can't wait. I just need all of this to calm down. Germany, I love you. India, I love you. Brazil, I love you. Netherlands, I love you. Singapore, I love you. South Africa. I love you. United Kingdom. Hey, I love you. Spain. I love you. Philippines. I love you. Belgium. I love you. Australia. I love you. Japan. I love you. Mexico. Hello. Ireland. Hey, booze. Nepal. I love you. Mauritius I love you. Israel. I love you. Canada and Hong Kong. I love you guys. I do. I do. I do. I love you. Thank you for coming through and always showing love and supporting the show. It means a lot to me um let's go we are in 213 cities now i'm only gonna do the top of the list because time is of the essence san jose california been day once i see you and i'll never stray i love you baltimore my city period i love my city we won't get it together we just gotta figure out a way france i will never butcher the name of the city but i love you spring valley nevada i love you columbus ohio i love you frankfurt hi germany i love you Washington, Virginia, I love you. North, Las Vegas, Nevada, I love you. Norton Shores, Michigan, I love you. Ashburn, Virginia, I love I love you. Chicago, Illinois, I love you. Shout out to the shy. Bournemouth, Oregon, I love you. ATL, I love you. Las Vegas, Nevada, not North, but Las Vegas, period, I love you. Boulder City, Nevada, I love you. And Pikesville, Maryland, I love you. There are a lot more on this list. I can't name you all, but I love each and every one of you. And thank you for coming through and supporting the show. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, So the makeover has begun for this podcast. Um, we're working on a few things. Things are going to change within the next few days. But give me some time. It's coming together. New equipment just came in. Um, Still, still a few pieces coming in now. So it is what it is. I love that. I love it. I'm going to work hard to keep trying to bring improvements to the show one way or another. So we'll figure it out. But uh, I'm going to play one more video. And then I'm going to do my closing remarks. Um, let's do this. Watch your products. Lift the crux. Um We had Spill on there And we also have Mr. Um, Breath Almighty himself on there as well. Check this out.
1: Yeah. All that shit, yeah. Yo, hey yo, once your product becomes mine, ain't no call it one time. Showed up with rap for body in one nine. He got zip ties, he wrote hits, he rollin' for fun. How to fuck yourself, sell Don't own you a gun. Glad you get into the bag. Look at why you was earning and stop squirming before the stores burst, and you need a turn again. transforms men into the beast, and they tend to eat the food or the and weak, No that got bit by the same woods twice because they ain't switch up their program to get out the light. This a piece of the game's muscles overlooked. For every fat cat, it's a the crook. Remember, I was down bad, talking off in popular gold with no toes and stolen round stash. To my crew, I get portions because they know work is a curse and labor's a mass attention. You got, got caught sleeping, couldn't even believe, mm-hmm. niggas was going you see. What's the reason? A little too late for that. You better give up the goods and fetch the flesh. Nigga, watch your pride up. Watch, 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 watch your pride up. it looks fun. You stack it fives in ones. To the wolves are coming with guns. This summer all fears is nearing you the victim. Sick them. Motherfucker, get them. Make em run like wild livestock Give me all the drugs and cash, my nigga We'll make it work better for us than you could And purchase all that kingly shit that you should oh, thank you. Never play the streets if you bitch me And don't pull a pencil versus switchblade All your 2 for vibes is mine We gon' bag them up, list all dimes And send them that away We got a spot that we can play if we don't. Watch your product. You're not paying attention. You got caught sleeping. Couldn't even believe fuck niggas was on your skin. What's the reason? A little too late for that. You better give up the goods and face the fact, nigga. Watch your product. Watch, watch your product. Watch your product. Watch, your product. Watch your product. Watch, 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 watch your product. back.
0: You know, I love that joint. Um, it made me realize why I started working with them back in the day in the first place. It wasn't because it was because it was in my mind, they were some of the dopest MCs I had heard from my city. They was from my city. They represented from my city, and they was just hard. They was dope. It was a lot of talent. Well, was, obviously, you just heard that, and that's from Snook the Crux. Um, but it was a lot of talent within that group. And I, I felt it in my soul from day one. And I still do to this day. And we all doing different things. And everybody is doing their thing. And they being successful and all of that. And I'm happy about that. But that type of shit right there is the reason why I got involved with that group in the first place. Because they was just dope in my head. they in my, in my mind. And I think that on Fire Fridays, I'm going to start given my synopsis of the music that I play. And I'm going to give an honest, honest synopsis of it and not some bullshit. But what I'm going to say is please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast because all like, shares, and subscriptions are are appreciated. Um, there are links in our link tree link below, and I'm going to make it very visual because I got a lot of work to do in here. I told y'all it's the makeover begins. But um, but the makeover just doesn't begin with just me buying things and trinkets and making it better. It's everything. The production, everything is about to change. But with that being said, I love you guys. Stay out of the way. Mind your business. Let me mind the business, and then I'll bring other people business to you, and in that way, everybody's safe. Love your babies. Hug them. Kiss them. Adore them. Tell them how great they are and the possibilities that's in front of them. And remember, I say this again. Stay out of the way. There's too much going on out here and we don't need that kind of stuff in our lives. And with that being said, I love you guys so much. You guys are great. Thank you to those who come through, came through and checked the podcast. Thank you to those who download the podcast. I appreciate you and I'm working really hard to make it better. I love you. Good night. Bye.